This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Welcome back, everyone, to Bad Moms in Business Season 3, ladies. Congratulations on our third season. That's a big deal. That's a That's big kind of crazy. That's we're Wait. almost to a hundred episodes. Like, yes, if yeah, for those who are just listening and not watching, <laughs> Danielle has some Princess Leia buns going on, and she's like, Oh, flicking, yeah, I do. She's flicking her hair though. It's cute. This is this is called dirty hair. And you don't care. Uh, nope. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. And you know why? I know, right? And why not start season three with a very controversial topic? (laughs) Well, that's what we do. (laughs) I mean, it's for the ratings. No, but truly, Mm -hmm. this particular time, it's because we are fired, fired up. Yeah, some stuff, some stuff has happened recently. And And, uh, we we won't mention necessarily any names. mm -mm. But everyone will know what we're talking about. And we're due to our delay of recording for season three, where when you're listening to this, it's a little behind the, the major news story of a sweet mama mm-hmm. jogger. Yep. Was running at a time she could fit it into her schedule. Yep. And was savagely murdered. And how social media has handled her death and the audacity people have had to say she should have this. She should have that. She should have this. It just has us fired up and quite frankly, ticked off. Yeah. We, you started this podcast by saying, we're going to talk about a controversial, controversial topic. Not one part of this should be considered a controversial topic. Not one part of this. No, the amount of controversy surrounding this specific case, but every case like this, is baffling to me and infuriating. I I want to say I'm speechless, but I'm not because I have so much to say on this. <laughs> and when we shared this topic with one another, we were really excited to talk about it, despite the tragedy that caused us to have this conversation. You know, mm-hmm. she's left kiddos behind because of yeah. an evil murderer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. End of story. Had nothing to do with her running early nope. in the morning, running unarmed. Nope. Like, why do we live in a time that women just can't do what they want to do and it's our responsibility to prevent everything in this world from happening? And, uh, and I want to paint a picture really quick, too. For if there are any men that are watching this right now or listening to us, you don't understand the level of... Mm-hmm. fear that we have just in everyday basis, especially going out at night, we have to constantly be on alert. It is something that m- most men take for granted because mm-hmm. of things like this that happen to women. We are constantly on high alert. We are constantly fearful for our lives. What? That's insane that we have to live like this. And I'll, <clears throat> I just came across a statistic um, a couple days ago. I wish I would have saved it, but um, I'll try and add it to the show notes that when, when um, dating online, statistically, mm-hmm. women are most afraid of going on a date and being sexually assaulted 
and men are afraid that they're going to show up and their date is going to be fat. Well, that wraps up this show. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, I am. Sh- oh my gosh. I'll find, I'll find it and I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. But I am- that just goes to show you. And the other thing I want to talk or press on too is as women, we're, so, we're not supposed to be fat. We're not supposed nope. to, um, overeat. We're supposed to be able to do it all. We so can't flaws at all. None. Zero flaws. So by trying to this poor woman, by trying to fit time into her schedule and maybe I'm sure she was doing it because she loved doing it. Not because she was trying to sure. fit some sort of societal expectation who knows but listen let's can you know i this this is just my opinion this is not the opinion of everybody here and this is not the opinion of everybody in general i feel like at some layer for every person who exercises regularly i would i would hazard a guess that at least part of that is due to fitness absolutely look, looking a certain way sure. You know, it's not just going to be mental health and for the health of your body and stuff. It's going to be partially a vein, not vein. That sounds terrible, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So this woman trying to fit it into her busy schedule. And the first thing we say is, well, why was she doing it so early? Because she's a, a mother, because it's expected that she try and fit everything in because we have so many balls in the air. Heaven forbid we drop one. Mm-hmm. You can't win. If, you can't win. If I if I wanted to fit running into my schedule, which I've talked about numerous times, mm-hmm. but with mm-hmm. my life currently right now, I would have to do it in the morning, early in the morning before my kids wake up. I would have to. Otherwise, it's not going to get fit in. Absolutely. And she was a working mom. So she mm-hmm. was doing it very early. I think it was like four o'clock and early, which I mean, yeah. We all know Amanda's up at that time. Like if I wanted to exercise, that would probably be the time of choice because that's when I would probably feel like it. And there should be no, no threat should cause me to have to readjust my day because of some idiot and to make, to put, you know, everyone, we're just going to put salt on this wound even more. And we're not going to get into like all of this. However, this guy who attacked and murdered her actually had previously raped another woman a year ago, mm-hmm. a year prior to that incident. Had they actually processed that woman's rape kit quick enough, he would have been in jail. Well, but let's not jump to conclusions because also the time that people spend behind bars for sexually assaulting women is laughable. It is laughable. Uh-huh. But so he may have been behind bars and already temporarily. Temporarily or still in, depending on what mm-hmm. other charges that led to. But she, this this poor mother had zero chance. Right. Like the odds were stacked against her because society left let her down. Mm-hmm. And, and then I feel like uh, we let her down after. By talking about all the things she should have done in order to not be... Yep brutally killed. Yep. I'm just baffled. And there were some women jumping on the bandwagon. (laughs) That's why I carry that's okay. Whatever. Like, I'm glad you carry, Mm -hmm. but guess what? Now maybe you shoot and murder that intruder. Now you have to go through the process of was it murder? 
was it well, and just you, dealing with that in general yeah, as well? Like most of us have never taken a life period right, and that would sorry. just be so traumatizing. Absolutely. So that's our alternative is right, that yes. we, we attack our attacker and mm-hmm. now we have to live with those consequences. Okay. Maybe we're alive, but what baggage do we have to unpackage for years to come because of, again, an evil person. And the fact that if you want to be safe as a woman, then you have to carry, or you have to carry mace, or you have to have an alarm on your keychain, or you have to do X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you can go out and be safe as a woman, period. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They're on Shark Tank. I I still like a good Shark Tank episode. (laughs) There was a entrepreneur who basically brought her invention was just like a cup cover. It was a cup cover. So that way, like imagine like a shower curtain, like or a shower cap. Yeah. But it was more elaborate than that. But it went over your cup. So when women are at a bar, they can have that on there. And and, so the, and Lori was like, done, let's do it. And no one else even got a chance to do it. She's like, I want this. I believe in this. Boom, we're done. And he'll, because okay. as women, we're like, we know that if we, we know. go to a bar, you know, or wherever, a club or something. Yes. So think of all of the products out there to keep women safe. Mm-hmm. Instead of just let's tighten up some sentences and have a better like legal system to protect mm-hmm. women instead. I don't go out and partake in that stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> old and have children that are keeping me grounded. But like <laughs> back in my heyday, when I would go out to a club and stuff, if you, if I even turned my back for a second, I'm not finishing the drink. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'll get a new one. If you have to go to the bathroom, you are like, you would have to leave that with like a severely trusted friend or it, it, you know, I've watched women take them into bathrooms and stuff. I'm not going to do that because germs, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have it in your line of sight, like how sad is that? That is so sad. Well, it takes the enjoyment out of running, out of going to a bar with a friend, out of mm-hmm. going on a first date. I, how, how are we supposed to enjoy something when a hundred percent of our guard needs to be up all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's seriously tough. I don't know. And I feel like this is just more of us venting. We don't necessarily have answers here at all. This is just kind of the the society that we live in, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but if any men are listening to this mm-hmm. and you hear of ignorant dialogue being spoken by other mm-hmm. men, such as she should have, she should have, she should have, mm-hmm. no, she shouldn't have had to be murdered. Or assaulted. No. And I think um, I wanted to mention something really quick, too. I've watched a lot of these on TikTok of, you know, I feel like it's becoming more um, prevalent. But also, I think a lot of women's guards are up. Like if you're walking around, even the store, just make sure that you are aware of your surroundings. Um, Women's cars are like getting tagged with like garbage bags or like zip ties and like, stuff. And honestly, it like never broad daylight and people are being like followed through Walmart and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, why do I keep seeing you down every aisle? I am. And I'm like, they're not shopping for anything. I don't know. Just keep your guards up because it's. And those are the people who are actually paying attention that are noticing those things. Right. I'll never forget. 
a a fellow realtor, Dennis, he, when I first started into the business, anytime I watched in the car, like I would be like on my phone, like catching up, like, right. Like I would, I, that's my moment of time to, you know, text back a couple of things, check, delete emails, whatever. And he was like, I'm mad. I'm going to smack that out of your hand. Stop paying attention to your phone when you're walking to your car, pay yeah. attention to your surroundings. And that is one thing that when I am grocery shopping, when I am in a parking lot, I am trying to be way more aware. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to be right, but it's true. We get so busy and we're so consumed that oftentimes we're not seeing some of the very obvious threats that are around us. And just by being aware, hopefully that will prevent some because assaults are very basic and they're very severe. Like this, the, the gap is just significant. Mm -hmm. So I, again, we don't have any answers. We're just, and it's not just men either too, right? Like I've heard of instances of women following other women and, you know, being assaulted that way. So just really just keep your eyes open. And that's sad that we have to say that, but be aware of your surroundings and always tell people where you are. Yeah. There's a couple things I want to add as well. Um, you may, you guys may remember, um, Brock Turner. He was a rapist that also happened to be a swimmer for Stanford. Oh, I remember this. I didn't know his name, but I know the story. Yes. Um, The judge. I, I'm going to be so annoyed when you say this out loud again, because I'm so angry about it. I don't know if I remember exactly what happened. So he raped a girl. Okay. And then was given a complete slap on the wrist as his sentence, because the judge did not want to ruin the rest of his life. I mean, that's a quote. Yeah. I remember unquote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forgot. And then his friend posted um, like an op-ed to the New York Times or New York mm-hmm. Magazine and said um, that she was frustrated that he was being called a rapist. Mm. Well, let's not rape people and then we won't um, have to do that. Um, <laughs> Seems very simple, right? So the, here's just another thing. According to the analysis of um, the Justice Department data by Rape, Abuse, and um, National Network, which is RAIN, R-A-I-N-N, only three out of every 100 rapists will ever go to jail. I'm, I have no words for that. Like, how do you respond to that other than be furious? And then I have just one more. Please share. <laughs> a woman has a one in 262,365 chance of being killed by a shark in her lifetime. You know, we're all afraid to go into the water because of yeah. sharks, right? <laughs> shark could kill me. In that very same li- <laughs> in that very same lifetime, she has a one in six chance of being raped. Can I tell you what that means to me? And this is going to be probably the most controversial thing that I've said so far, but this is what this tells me. This tells me that society cares very little about women as a whole. Mm. I think that's because if we are being injured, if we are being hurt, if we are being assaulted and that person is not being punished appropriately for it, Mm -hmm. they clearly don't care. No. And I, that shows how many people in our country and across the world don't love their wives, mothers, 
daughters, sisters, enough to enforce change. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand. And it's not from the lack of women and some men fighting the good fight to have longer sentences. But when someone's in jail and still in jail, probably potentially for marijuana Mm -hmm. and it's a longer sentence than actual rape, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. It just doesn't add up. I didn't realize it was one in six statistics. That was a couple of years ago. So the statistic may be different now. Let me actually, let me look it up. It, um, I'm scared we, for you to look yeah. it up. Cause I feel like it would have gone up. Yeah. I feel like it could have went to like one to five. Yeah. I was thinking one in four, oh, which that means a quarter of all people, all women in their lifetime will be. That's insane. And that's actually not. rape, not. not just sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was rape. That the one that I mm-hmm. said, so that's not even sexually assaulted. No, that's not even like sexual advancements in the workplace and like, you know, sexual misconduct. That's none of that. This is like oh. actual. So music. here's the newest statistics. Okay. Every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. One out of every six women has been the victim of an attempted or completed rape in her lifetime. Um, the statistic is higher that it was actually completed versus just attempted. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 3% of American men have experienced an attempted or completed rape in their lifetime. Say that one again. 3% of 3% men. 3% of American men. Oh, I thought for someone I heard one in three men. I was like, what? <laughs> we got a <laughs> problem. <laughs> Here's what people were doing when the assault occurred. were sleeping or performing another activity at home. So you can't even be in your house safely, not to mention go on a run. 29% were traveling to and from work or school or traveling to shop or run errands. 12% were working, 7% were attending school, and 5% were doing an unknown or other activity. So the bulk of these assaults are happening while you're at your house. Which, I mean, think of the break-ins that end up resulting mm-hmm. in some sort right. of sexual assault. And yep. I, uh, or even like tumultuous relationships and stuff like that too. Yeah. 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 So at the end of the day, I feel like, is it unfair that we have to arm ourselves and, guard ourselves and, and protect ourselves. Yes. We should be able to just move around the world the way a man can and not have to worry about this, but we do. So some of the things that you can do, um, if you're comfortable carrying and it's something that you have a license for and you've practiced and you're comfortable doing by all means, um, there is a company and I'll put that in the show notes as well that sells um, protection aids for women, mm-hmm. um, mace, mm-hmm. pocket knives, that kind of thing. Those like little stabby ring things. I've mm-hmm. seen those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a birdie, which I'll, I'll link that too. It's yes. this little keychain. Yep. 
And when you pop it apart, it's super loud and it has flashing lights and Mm -hmm. it's meant to just like scare somebody off and attract attention to you. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that in our job, there have been times where I'm meeting with someone that I've never met before Mm -hmm. or holding an open house alone. And I've, there's a couple times I've been nervous, probably for no reason. I mean, I've never been injured on the job, but it it has happened to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, realtors have been murdered. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of news stories on that. Um, There's various apps and stuff. There was one that I used to have on my phone called be safe, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was very easy to call the cops. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you're just trying to check out the app and figure out how it works. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Absolutely. (laughs) Works really well. Oops. (laughs) <laughs> it happens. I, it is hard and I don't even have a daughter. Me right. Too. So I like, I can't too. even imagine my worry and anger. If I had a daughter. Cause y'all know how instinctively I am a mama bear to Owen. Mm-hmm. So if I had a daughter, I, it, I mean, I'm fired up about it now. I can't even imagine It is our responsibility, though, as mothers of boys. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's absolutely right. You raise them. You teach them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That um, you there's another thing that I had posted a couple years ago because it was going around. Like, I think this was during like the Me Too movement. There were a lot of people saying that, you know, these women accusing men of assault or rape or whatever were these women were ruining these men's lives. And um, I found an edited version and it said, cause it said like every mother of boys should be worried that one day a girl could ruin his life. Um, and I found an, ed- an edited version that says every mother of boys should be proactively teaching her sons about consent because anytime any girl should not fear that an entitled boy could ruin her life. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a little bit when yeah. we had, when uh, I, we probably should have given a disclaimer at the beginning of this uh, to make sure that no kids are listening. But when yeah. we, um, when we were talking about the sex talk mm-hmm. in another episode, mm-hmm. we talked yeah. about how Bridget, how you were having that conversation with your boys and about consent. And when a woman lets you do specific things, yeah. Or certain, yeah. and it's like, that is how we need to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody do a TikTok on this and I'm probably going to completely butcher this, but she was talking about how she was even teaching consent different because she said that consent can mean different things to different people and can look like different things. And she Mm -hmm. said, instead of saying, um, you know, when a woman lets you do certain things, she said, when a woman is enthusiastic about doing certain (laughs) things, because she said consent for some women specifically are, are taught from a young age, you obey. If they ask, you say yes, that kind of thing, not necessarily in a sexual way, but just like in an upbringing sort of way. And so consent could be, yeah, sure. But really they don't want to. So she said, when, when a woman is uh, enthusiastic about what is about to happen, then that is consent. I love that because there is definitely you know, coerced consent mm-hmm. um, that looks like consent, sounds like consent. Well, up in a court of law that it was consensual. Yep. 
And let's not forget of those statistics that were just discussed. Those are just the ones that were reported. Right. 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 Because guess what? When we call women idiots or sluts or, um, you know, stupid parade them for running at four o'clock in the morning. Right. Yep. I don't want to report my sexual assault because Mm -hmm. my name is going to be in the paper and there's going to be people who have the ability to comment on that and tell me everything I should have done or what I I did wrong. I think there are like trauma responses too. And that a lot of women don't even realize, Hey, this was assault. This was rape until much later because they're like, okay, I was drinking. Um, you know, I guess I was putting myself out there by wearing Mm -hmm. something that I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're, we're putting all of this stuff in women's heads. And so they're confused when something does happen that they don't even realize until later in therapy or on their own, that something even happened. When I was, um, assaulted by the the Mm -hmm. homeless man, I was very young. I didn't know that was assault, not until the movement came around. And I heard like, Oh, if someone touches you in a sexual way, that's assault. Mm -hmm. I, for years, held on to that memory of being assaulted. Mm -hmm. And I knew it felt weird, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have a name for it. Right. And that's where the level of assault is from here to like, yeah, because it just is completely different. And I I don't know. I, and back to Danielle's point, when she said, you know, dress a certain way, I had just seen an ignorant post from a mother I don't even really know. I don't even think I know this person. And it was, I think I'm going to have to change schools because the girl's clothing cannot get any skimpier. And I'm not subjecting my son to that. Now I'm not ignorant. We're not ignorant. We know boys are very visual. Men are very visual. Mm-hmm. You show them a little cleavage and they're, they're, they're envisioning what the underneath of the clothes looks like. Yeah. Men are whatever men are, but it's their responsibility to not act exactly what any thoughts kind of emotion thoughts. stir and i go does no one remember like the brady bunch remember how short like the 70s Your like were, i mm-hmm. always said if they bend over their underwear are gonna show like what like world are you living in that okay maybe it is short but is it always been the shortest and i get i get at schools dress codes should be like no different than school uniforms. I mean, each school has their right to do whatever the code should be, whatever, but do not blame the girl for a man or a boy getting a little aroused by a little skin. It is not a woman's responsibility to make men feel comfortable. No, no. That needs to be on a billboard somewhere. (laughs) It's it's so like, I mean, like I, I choose to not wear certain clothes because I'm not comfortable in them. Yeah, and I was your prerogative. You know but. what I would be walking around in? Oh, I can envision it. Oh, I can envision it. <laughs> I mean, get serious. <laughs> I do, I all right, Danielle and I absolutely can envision what you'd be walking oh, yeah. around in. Yeah. And our listeners and viewers who have been around long enough can get a real good idea. We all know. Yeah. Think of with your long legs, Bridget. Girl. Girl. Mm. Every day would be bikini day. A tall Every drink day. of water. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I feel like I'm a teapot, you know? <laughs> and, you know, that's just a difference of personalities because even if I was bone thin, I still would never love wearing no. that type of clothing. No, same. If but, I could shower with clothes on, I would. <laughs> right? But that's just if how I, I looked at someone like Bridget in her in her mind's perfect Bridget body. Knew it. Yeah, I'd be like, ooh, that girl. Look at it. I, mean, I would be out there. I have no doubt. For myself. Because yes. I would be so it would be for me. That would be yeah. for self-care. <laughs> Speaking of self-care. Yes. Join us next week. Well, <laughs> great perfect segue. <laughs> Listen, we want our listeners to be safe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we are outraged that we have to even have this conversation, Agreed. that we have to um, give you ideas of what websites you can shop on for personal protection. Um, but oh, until God. there are stricter laws until um there is a cultural shift mm-hmm. this is where we are yeah so yeah. be safe out there be aware of your surroundings um but girl wear that wear those short shorts wear that crop top do it mm. and god forbid you have been a victim of any yes. of our said assaults hear us when we say it was not your fault no no, it was not your fault. Evil is evil and wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Being pretty and appealing isn't a crime. Or alone and vulnerable. Yep. None of these are crimes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. Well, tune in next week when we yell at you to take care of your bodies. We're, we're doing a lot of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Much softer delivery than that, but. I mean, we'll see. Depends on how you Maybe. I mean, depends on how riled up I get. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. So we hope you'll join us next week. Um, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you again. Bye. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs>